Welcome to Founding Impact, where we talk about the impact startup ecosystem in Europe. I'm Kasia Zalewska, an impact angel investor from Ragnarsson. Hello, guys. Uh, welcome back. I'm Kasia from Ragnarsson, angel impact investor from Berlin. And today we have a guest. Hi, I'm Jonas from Urban Impact. Thank you very much for inviting me. Um, we are an um, agency working with urban tech innovators in Europe. Yeah, exactly. That's the topic we would like to discuss today, because there's a whole world outside the venture capital and private investors, the one that you're like swimming through uh, like a pro. Exactly. And that's the world of the government, the public side, the dark side, maybe the light side. We'll find out. Exactly. So what it's about, actually, there's it's pretty obvious for founders how to navigate with the private investors, how to raise the pitch deck, all of that. But when it comes to the public money, it's a bit confusing. Can you tell us about a little bit more about that? Yeah, I guess there are, first of all, many different ways how you can make uh, a connection with the, with the government, how you can really use it for your business. And so, you know, they have their own incubator programs, they have their own accelerator programs funded sometimes, for instance, here in Europe by the European commission funded sometimes on the local level um, but also there are tax incentive schemes there are different uh, you know like better low interest loans you can get especially when you have an impact mission so those are all things you should be aware of and and make good use of yeah let's look on an example berlin the city we both know the best because we are based here and i know there are plenty of options and by plenty i mean like a lot right Exactly. So there are many places. It can sometimes be confusing where to find them. But in Berlin, for instance, good place to start uh, is the uh, Department for Economic Affairs. You know, they have a job of actually helping local businesses to do better, to expand to the world and doing good as well. So helping the city and other cities, um, for instance, achieve their goals. So um, there are lots of support systems there you can use. There is a local bank, which is called the IBB, Investment Bank Berlin, um, that has specific programs for VC cases, but also impact cases. So these are all things to, to look into, for instance. Exactly. So you as a founder can go there and ask, please give me my money. I have a, give me some money to raise, uh, to grow, to hire people, to build an R&D. All of that could be supported by the city, right? Absolutely. Sometimes there are like some tricky parts. You need to make sure you don't take too much or too much public money for the same kind of task. So there's this de minimis rule that, you know, you have a maximum amount of public funding, for instance, in Europe, you can get over a given three year period. But in general, when it comes to public grants, you should definitely look at it because it's free money. Again, I say free money. It's non-dilutive. So it's different than equity. Nobody's going to take a part of the company away from you in this sense. And um, I think it's that's why it's very attractive. Yeah. So why not everyone is going for the free money, right? What, what's the what's the catch there? It's hard to get it. It's very hard to apply for it. You need to be like super awesome to get it. What was the problem there? So first of all, you don't need to be super awesome to get it. I think what is important, first of all, you need to be aware that it's there for the taking. A lot of people have some kind of anxiety interacting with the public sector. Um, you know, scrap it. It's not going to do you any, any harm. You just go there, you inform yourself, you get like you know, see all the things they offer and evaluate for yourself what is the one that is the most interesting for you. Second of all, yes, it sometimes can be a little bit bureaucratic in the sense there are going to be forms to fill out, but that's the same as if you would go to a traditional bank and you request a loan. Just, you know, if it comes through the public uh, side of things, there probably you get better deals. You just like, you know, pay lower interest, you get a bigger amount, you don't need to show the same securities. Um, all of those things can help you 
bootstrap your business in the beginning or just form a balance between raising money from private investors and actually making use of public grants as well. Mm -hmm. So it's we gave Berlin as an example, but it's not only what this, the only city in Europe that is doing that, right? So you can go anywhere in Europe where the startup hubs are like blooming and go to Portugal, go to Copenhagen, go to other cities or countries and get the money. But it's not only about like the public support with the money, but also with the network. Absolutely. Um, also, what is good, so when you're looking into expanding into a new market, for instance, go to, in general, these investment agencies. So most cities, most regions, they have an investment promotion agency. Their goal is to attract good talent, attract good companies to like set up operations uh, locally, but also help you navigate this jungle. This, so this is also a place where you can go and get your information. And in terms of um, uh, going abroad, um, uh, uh, yeah, there are simply many, many other good good things out there. So you find um, funding on the local level, on the city level, but then again, very much on the international level as well. So you should check all of those sources. Yeah, I think that's actually a kind of a blocker because it's not that easy to find the information about the sources of funding, right? So it's very uh, splattered around the different uh, websites. You have to really put some uh, activities into finding that. Is there anything you can say to help Founders actually look where to look for it, how to find it, who to ask yeah. to, to get the information. It's indeed is one of the biggest problems that we face, that we hear from startups we are working with. Where do I look? Sometimes they only find out, you know, by chance, somebody else telling them, oh, you should look into this program or, oh, there is this new grant coming out. Um, in fact, it's become such a common problem that we started to also trying to solve it ourselves at Urban Impact. So like I mentioned, our focus is on uh, innovation in the city area. So we uh, developed this platform uh, last year, which is called City Ops, and it brings together all of those different opportunities in one simple like platform, in one a one-stop shop where you just say, this is what I'm interested in, and you get a notification. It shows you when there's a new program out there that you should look into. Mm -hmm. That's really cool because... Um it's also focusing on the fact that what you can get out of the public partnerships is not only money, but for example, you can use them as a client or as a pilot project or connect with academia to build your product or to develop something. So you can think about working with public or public sector in terms of like a smart money with VCS. They can bring you something more on top of just getting the free money. The Abs free money. Absolutely. So apart, let's say there's one bucket of getting uh, uh, money support from them, there's another whole bucket of actually working with them. So when you work with them, you often do this through public procurement. Um, public procurement has really gotten a lot easier over the last couple of years in Europe. So there are things that are called innovative public procurement. There are new ways, in other ways, for, uh, in other words, for the public sector to more easily connect and work together with startups. Mm -hmm. And this is a huge opportunity for you because you can have your first client from the public sector. You can even co-create a product with them or service. You can learn from them. They help you find this magical product market fit and they even pay you for this. Yeah, sounds like a dream, right? Exactly. <laughs> um, I think there's a really cool example that we can uh, we can talk about and that's a social entrepreneurship scene in Berlin, right? Because that's one of the great examples of cooperation between entrepreneurs, uh, entrepreneurs and the city. Absolutely. So um, there is this whole movement, let's say, right? Young founders, they also realize, look, it's not enough anymore just to make money, right? You have all these environmental crises, all these social crises around this. Let's all leverage entrepreneurship. Let's leverage scalable models, business models, but also solutions to address those societal issues 
and also be profitable. So we are not talking about charity work here, right? It's a way sometimes actually social entrepreneurship addresses old age problems that we know from the charity and the NGO world, but they just go about it with a business model. And a good example, for instance, for this from Berlin is surplus. Surplus rescues food. It's normally food that's in the stores, is like past the expiry date, is not actually not the expiry date, to be concrete, is the best before date, which doesn't mean it is expired. Mm -hmm. So normally though, it gets thrown out. Instead they go, they made a business out of like getting it from supermarkets and then reselling it through an online shop online and hence saving, I think to date already, three million tons of perfectly fine food. That includes, you know, carbon emissions being saved. It includes uh, resources being like better used and they made money on this yeah. and they can scale the operations. Exactly. They even have an offline shop actually somewhere in Berlin, right? Exactly. They even called the, the, the Retter, Rettermärkte, so the hero, the, the, the savior, not, not savior, but <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, it's, it's very good. It's your alternative supermarket. Yeah, exactly. But if we're talking about like the practical point of view f for founders, okay, it's, it's the free money, but he, it's not only the one that will help them build the company. So he has also to consider that the other side, the private investors in VC. So what's their point of view on a startup getting the public money? Yeah. I know that in the past it was problematic a little bit, so maybe it's changed. Right yeah. Now. So sometimes I think we still have this notion in our head that it's a bad thing to work with the public because it might slow you down, right? But speed is not everything. Sometimes in order for you to have a successful business, you actually need to engage with them. It's not even a question whether or not. So if you can show traction there, if you can actually have, you know, been part of a, of a publicly uh, uh, sponsored, for instance, incubator program, like we have many now in Berlin here, which are also European funded, um, or you actually have your first customer and you can show revenues, you know, um, it's perfect. It's perfect. It reinsures also an investor that you have this kind of traction. Um, one of the things we learn or we hear more and more from investors is that almost they expect it. When they are especially impact investors uh, like yourselves, mm -hmm. they want to see this. Um, they want to see that you can engage in your ecosystem where you are trying to uh, create this impact. And it's also, there's a, let's say, a, a, a rule of thumb. And the rule of thumb is, the ratio between the money, the equity you raise versus the ratio you can get in terms of public funding should be one to one. There's no reason not to use the free money that's on the street. You just need to look into it, apply for it and it, uh, yeah, and use it to, you know, if you're a smart company, use, use the abilities, the opportunities that are there for you in a smart way as well. Yeah. That's uh, that's also our point of view. So uh, we really encourage founders to to look at those options, and we, if it's possible, we try to help them as well. Um, to maybe summarize a little bit what we talked about. Uh, first of all, there is this whole world of public that every founder should take a look at and try to find something and get something out of it. Because as you mentioned a couple of times, it's free money, right? Uh, second of all, treat it as a smart money from investors. So you can get not only money, but the network, the projects, uh, the um, proof of concept, all of that could get be, or could be get out of the public, right? Absolutely. And uh, maybe some good advice at the end from your side to founders? Well, I would just say um, it's, it's, we are only seeing the start of it. So you look into also investment, mainstream VCs are more and more interested in impact topics. They're more and more looking into hard problems like 
be it climate tech, be it like uh, mobility, whatever it is, they're all moving there right now. We have a whole discussion about the sustainable development goals, ESG criteria. So a lot of the investment impact will actually also have to be measured against the social and societal and ecological impact. So if you are working on this, perfect for you. I think you have more opportunities than ever before. Yeah, well said. Thank you very much, Jonas, for joining us today. It was really awesome to learn all of that. And uh, thank you guys again. Stay tuned for the next episode because you never know who's gonna, who we are going to invite again. 